You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make Your Day Count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In what God is doing on this beautiful <laughs> Tuesday morning. <laughs> Here, here it goes. On this Tuesday morning, it's a blessing to wake up and to be alive. And hear this. It's a good thing to give thanks and praise unto the Lord. When? In the morning. In the morning when I rise, I will give God the glory. I give God all the glory because, Diane, all the glory belongs to God. I am alive for another day to bring the message of hope into this earth realm. To bring the message of love in where? In this earth realm. To bring the message of excellence where? In this earth realm. God placed us here in the earth to demonstrate his power of excellent love, peace, joy. How do we see it? Through us. So he made us to be alive so he can demonstrate that. Ooh, I, I'm so happy to be alive this morning. And knowing the purpose why I'm alive is, is so that God's work can, can manifest through my life. God's work can manifest through your life. So you wake up to a great day, and God is going to use you out there to manifest his love, his power, his excellence, his grace in the earth realm. There's a scripture in Daniel chapter 5, verse 23. The latter part of it reminds us that it's God who holds our breath yes. in his hands. Yes. And he owns all our ways. So we must glorify him and praise him, acknowledge him, him in all of our ways. God holds our breath in his hand. He owns all of our ways. So we must glorify him and we're going to get there um, eventually this week but i wanted to fast forward for <laughs> yeah. that scripture there to emphasize pastor's opening declaration and we want to invite you tonight to celebration tabernacle church for a very special service that's teaching is getting it, uh, understanding. understanding so we um sometimes we meet on tuesday nights not regularly but we have been uh, meeting twice a month so tonight is one of those nights where we meet in person instead of live um, through Facebook. So we will be in person at Celebration Tabernacle Church tonight at 7 p.m. for Get Understanding. It's a one-hour full praise and worship service with the teaching of the Word. And the topic is Get Understanding. If you want to come at 6 o'clock in the lobby, we fellowship and have a meal together, and the service starts promptly at 7 p.m. So we want to extend the invitation to the Make Your Day Count family to be with us tonight at 7 p.m. We're located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard, Celebration Tabernacle Church in the city of Coco. Yeah, hear this. Get understand. Mm -hmm. uh, wisdom is the principal thing. But in all you're getting and my getting, get what? Understanding. Solomon asked God for one thing and one thing only. That God would grant him an understanding heart. That was Solomon's prayer, the request. Look how many things Solomon could ask for. But he chose one thing, the most important thing, the most powerful thing on earth. 
was the power of understanding. Solomon recognized it. So he said, God, grant me a heart of understanding. So come tonight. We're yeah. going to talk about what does it mean. Even if I ask you this question, what does it mean? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it in heaven. What does that mean? Thy kingdom come on earth. What does that mean? Get we must have the understanding. <laughs> <laughs> and Solomon, he was clear. He said the reason he wanted understanding was because he knew the importance of the position of which he held. And he wanted to be able to rightly rule over God's people. So he wanted understanding. And the Lord's response was, because you asked for understanding and not things for your own pleasure, that it would be granted, the understanding will be granted unto him and everything else that comes with it it will be granted. And he had then the test game for him to operate in understanding, to be able to judge between the case that was brought before him. And that was Pastor's topic uh, two Tuesday nights ago. So you had to be there to get that. So on this morning, we're continuing with pursuing excellence. Or be what? Obsolete. <laughs> we must be excellent or we just become obsolete. You become obsolete by not being excellent. So we have to be excellent. God has already made us excellent. We were made in his image. We have access to his mind. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, let this mind be in us, which is also in Christ Jesus. So we must allow it. And we emphasize those points on yesterday. So we're going to start today in Daniel chapter 1 starting at verse 3, Daniel chapter 1, verse 3. We were in the book of Daniel also last week, and we're going to go through with the eyes of be excellent or become obsolete. So Daniel chapter 1, starting at verse 3, then the king instructed Ashpenaz, the master of his eunuchs, to bring some of the children of Israel and some of the king's descendants and some of the nobles, young men in whom there was no blemish but good-looking, gifted in all wisdom, possessing knowledge and quick to understand, who had ability to serve in the king's palace, and whom they might teach the language and literature of the Chaldeans. And the king appointed for them a daily provision of the king's delicacies and of the wine which he drank, and three years of training for them, so that at the end of that time they might serve before the kings. Now from among those of the sons of Judah, were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. To them, the chief of the eunuchs gave the names. He gave Daniel the name Belteshar, to Hananiah, Shadrach, and to Mishael, Meshach, and to Azariah, Abednego. So we know there that Daniel was already excellent. Before he came into Babylon, he was already excellent. He was identified as excellent. And his excellence made him a target for corruption. The enemy was looking for God's best to bring into their system and to train up in their system. So what were some of their strategies? How were they going to do this? They were going to feed them of the king's delicacies. They were going to give them of the king's wine. They were going to teach onto them different information, that of that worldly system. And they changed their names. So they wanted to strip them of their identity. Their excellence is rooted in God. They bring them now. They become a target for corruption. And they're seeking for, the enemy is seeking for God's best to bring them in and to train them 
up into the worldly system. So if the enemy is messing with you, you can declare back in his face, well, I am one of God's best. We must maintain our allegiance unto the Lord as Daniel did. He purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the corruption of the king, of the system that was set forth for them. He purposed it in his heart. He refused to eat what they were going to feed him. He refused to drink what they were going to give him to drink. He refused to convert over to the system that they were working over the course of three years to impart into him. He continued to go by his name. They were, may have been calling him something else at times, but he continued to go by his name, his God-given name. So they were changing the names of the men because they were godly names. And they were changing them to the names of their gods. And we know that even in 2022, when people are initiated in different gangs and different allegiances and stuff, they change the name. They give a nickname. They do something of the sort. So they were working to strip them of their identity. So Daniel, he tested. He was tested for a period of 10 days where he said unto the eunuch, the one who was charged to care for them, he said, let me just be tested in this. Let me eat of my food, not corrupt myself. He passed the food test. In order for us to be healthy and our spirit to do everything that it was sent in this earth to do, our body must be healthy. We have to refuse the, some of the indulgences that work against our health. So he refused those things. And he was tested after a period of 10 days. It said that he looked good. They looked even more better than those who were eating of the king's delicacies. So they stopped trying to feed him the king's delicacies. So over a period of time, they continued to go through the training. So sometimes we think because of our customs and the way things um, get misunderstood and such, sometimes we think, oh, well, Daniel, he just went on this 10-day fast, and then he just started eating all kind of garbage or whatever, how we do after we get off our Daniel fast. <laughs> but no, that wasn't the case. He continued in his, his healthy style of eating. He continued to eat the vegetables. He continued to be pleasing unto the Lord and valuing his body and not defiling it with food. So after the days had passed, in verse 18, it tells us, Now at the end of the days, when the king had said that they should be brought in, the chief of the eunuchs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar. Then the king interviewed them, and among them there were none that was found like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore they served before the king. And in all manners of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers who were in all his realm. Thus Daniel continued until the first year of King Cyrus. So they were proven excellence. Their excellence was tested. The enemy worked to corrupt them, to bring them into this system, the worldly system. But they maintained their allegiance unto God, and they were found ten times better than all the magicians and the astrologers who were all in the realm. And verse 21 is very significant because it tells us that Daniel continued until the first year of King Cyrus, which means he continued in excellence. He continued to elevate through King Nebuchadnezzar, through King Nebuchadnezzar's son who reigned, Belshazzar, and through King Darius up until King Cyrus. So he remained through four kings. 
He continued to operate in excellence. His excellence continued to elevate him. His excellence was repeatedly tested, but he remained faithful to God because he knew that the source of his excellence had to do with his relationship with God, his obedience to God and to God's system. It was God's light that he was radiating. So he continued to submit to that light and he reigned through four kings. Yes. His excellence kept him as four kings became obsolete. Daniel's excellence kept him. He keep from, see, mm-hmm. excellent promotes you. Excellent will always mm-hmm. promote you from one level of excellent mm-hmm. to another level of excellent to another level of excellent. Proverbs says, the righteous is like the sun. Shine evermore into a perfect day. Shine more mm-hmm. and more. What translation mm-hmm. says the righteous is like the sun. Shine evermore. More and more into what? A perfect day. Excellent will shine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it will sustain it's you. It shine. will cause you to arise yes. over all. So we must remain committed. It wasn't that Daniel didn't have any problems. Yes. It wasn't that the enemy wasn't messing with him. But he made a purpose in his heart. He made a quality decision to remain excellent in all he did and to operate in his God-given giftings. Yes. And abilities. He wasn't trying to do anything else. When you see how he was elevated, he was elevated within the same career. He wasn't jumping around trying to do other things. He remained consistent in what he was doing and he was continually elevated. And his excellence made him relevant, continually relevant when the kings became obsolete. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford. Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Space Coast Realty is a friendly, knowledgeable, active, and accessible real estate agent here in Brevard County. Keller Williams is known for real estate services all across the world, and Whalen specializes in helping buyers purchase the right place to call home, as well as helping sellers market and negotiate the sale of their single-family home, condo, vacant land, or business. Whalen Duff can be reached at 321-536-5973 or visit whalenduff.kw.com. Whalen Duff with Keller Keller Williams Space Coast Realty is your local realtor who provides all you need and the time you deserve to get your real estate purchased or sold.